Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the Middeld that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up woman. This podcast is brought to you by Hush, layback style for rebel women. By the way, if you listen to this on a new app called Entail, E-N-T-A-L-E, you will be able to see pictures, shop links, and generally have a really relaxing magazine experience. Are we on air? Testing, testing, one, two, three. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm absolutely fine. But I left the house in a hurry this morning uh, and obviously had busy brain, too busy thinking about, you know, whether I'd left the gas on or where were my keys and everything. Whether you're about to die. Um, and so, and I buttoned my coat, but catastrophically wrong. And I walked all the way down the street to the tube, out of the tube and into my meeting where I then eventually realized that I had um, the buttons on and I thought, my God, everybody seeing me must have thought. I mean, how bad was it? It was like village idiot bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it, the, you know, you want to present a front, at least a front. Oh, but do you know what I find with that stuff is if I, if I go out with my skirt tucked into my pants or, you know, something like a something stuck in my hair is I used to find it mortifying the terrible things I now don't really care (laughs) (laughs) I do care I did I did care I thought oh god and I thought you know all the fuckers who saw me so the falling apartness of your insides became externalized in a mortifying way just just the fact that not one button is in the right hole virtually Mm. there you go um I'm Annabelle, and I'm absolutely fine, and regular listeners might recognise from the sound of my, the tone of my voice, that I'm in an uncharacteristically good mood. It's terrifying. So I'm absolutely fine, but I've got this very sinister feeling that nothing's wrong today, and this is my worst (laughs) thing. This is a sort of, what goes up must come down, I have a sense of rising panic because I feel okay. It's like staring at the universe and challenging it to kind of fuck things up. Yeah, just to, just to (laughs) fuck you up. Um, so it it, 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 it it sticks in my throat to say, I kind of feel fine. But, oh you know, my. in 30 seconds, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Well, anyway, congratulations. At least one of us is feeling fine. And, you know, I think we should. I think let's take it for the team. Welcome back, listeners. Hooray, we're back. It's series two. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking. And um, thank you for subscribing and t- rating. And rating, subscribing and rating. Um, today, it's just Emily and me. Um, and we've changed it up a bit. We went through makeup bags last series, but this series, to really get the measure of the woman, we're going to go through the handbags of some very interesting people over the next eight weeks or so, aren't we, Em? Uh, I'm so excited about some of the rummaging and rifling that we're going to get to do. So we're going to have a very happy time in our little studio, and we like our little studio. It's become I'm, a kind of safe place, hasn't it? Oh, it's so brilliant to be in the studio, because one, you can say to people, I'm sorry I'm in the studio, which makes you totally uncontactable, and therefore... It also makes you sound like a bit of a dick, but in a really good way. Sorry, I'm just making, I'm just going to the studio. It was a bit It was a bit like uh, like last year when we were like, I'm sorry, I'm just, we're just writing our book. The book, the book, can't <laughs> see you. The book, the book. No plans, the book, the book. And uh, but you the book, to... by the way, I'm absolutely fine. is still available on Amazon and all that, good bookshops. That was a that was a neat segue, wasn't that neat? Let's face it. Um, 
and and you can put your phone on you have to put your phone off or it's like being in the cinema basically except for it's just me and Annabelle talking and there's no like rustling random rustling well, what it does is it protects you from all the little stress inducers of the outside world it protects you from the stress of everyday life it protects you from the stress of people when the world is so peopley and you can't handle the peopleness of people saying things like I've just come back from skiing which just says I'm so rich and I'm so organised I'm fit and I'm brave and I'm accomplished and or I can people- eat cheese without getting fat because I'm fucking on the piste. <laughs> Are you totally on the piss? Um, or leaving voicemails. I mean, why do people do that? I don't why know. Why do people do voicemails? It's an act of aggression. I think it is, actually. I'll tell you what else is an act of aggression. It's when people press decline after three rings. So they're actually signposting the fact that they're rejecting you. Why can't they just turn it to silent? Also, intakes of breath from the passenger seat. That is a serious act of aggression. I'll tell you what's even worse is when someone, you're driving and someone changes the music. What? That's not allowed. Surely you have control or the volume. Or indeed the volume. I think I do that actually. It's very weird the volume when it's someone else's song, you absolutely want to turn it down as low as possible. When it's yours, you want to like blast it out. Well, exactly. But I think that whoever's driving has full control. Also, all the people who stop suddenly in the street, like and you're in front of them, you go, well, they, what the fuck? they screech to a halt. Yeah, like, actually, in fact, anybody who walks slowly down the street is on my shit list. That's because you're a Londoner. Okay. So you storm, you don't meander. No. I, 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 I would love to be, in, you know, I'm just too tense to meander. <laughs> I'm too tense. Yeah, I mean, you, I, you know, it'd be nice to think that you could be a sort of flanner. I love yeah. that word. It just yes. wanders through cities and looks at buildings and sort of considers painting them. Yes. Oh, Whereas my. I just walk around thinking evil things about people. I know, I can't really sit in a, in a sort of coffee shop and kind of stare out the window. My therapist, when I first went to see her, when I was really in a mess, and... Um, she said, okay. Was that when you were hearing voices? It was when I was hearing voices and and completely, my sense of self completely collapsed in on me. Um, and I had no idea who I was. Um, but all I knew is I had this cacophony of voices just telling me that I was bad at everything. And um, I'm part of a kind of self-care program. And my, my therapist is really kind. She sets very low bars on things. And she said, I want you to go and sit in a coffee shop for five minutes and do nothing. Not even look at your phone? Not, no, not even look Just at my phone. Just sit there looking like a psychopath. Yep, staring Feeling at whatever. like a psychopath. Exactly. So I said, no, I wouldn't do it. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Have you ever done that? <gasps> no, I can't do it, I can't do it. I, I the just... trouble with me, if I do that now, I've become so self-monitoring, that if I put down my phone and sort of gaze out the window, then I get the soundtrack saying, she gazed out the window <laughs> and there's like a violin pa- playing and suddenly it's Paris in 1964 and I'm about to be discovered. It's just like, there's no peace. There's no peace. No, I agree. And in fact, recently when I, I've just gone back to my therapist um, after kind of a, 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 a four month gap. And, Which um, didn't go so well. <laughs> no, it didn't go so well, funny enough. It's so great. You think, oh, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. But, <laughs> but then you find yourself in Notting Hill Gate at eight o'clock in the night at night screaming and crying and uh, and um, at someone by the way I have to say not just on my own <laughs> but, not often yeah but um, but the uh, and my therapist said okay so what I want you to do is I want you to um, 
I want you to meditate for five minutes a day. She really just says the bar super low, which I have been doing. It's all five minutes, isn't it? Yes, five minutes. I think five minutes is the is the golden number. The other thing she said hilariously was it was well not hilariously she was being very sympathetic. Um, was that um, she said how many cups of tea do you drink? And of course I lied because you lie about everything in terms of um, how many of anything that you do because obviously you know you don't want anyone to think. Isn't it? Don't they say that that that. Uh, that men will always say three times the number of women they've really slept with and women will always divide the number by three. Yeah, exactly. I'm dividing, dividing frantically right now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, fractions, fractions. Yeah, shit, exactly. <laughs> Quick, how can I get it down to an acceptable number? Sorry, Mum. And, um, and, uh, and she said, okay, how many cups of tea do you? And I went, oh, four, five. And uh, she said, right, I want you to mindfully make tea. So I am trying to mindfully make tea. I'm boiling the kettle. Exactly. I'm doing something nice for myself. I, I can am... take a peaceful moment of not looking at my phone while the kettle is boiling. Exactly. Oh, I, here a I am tea taking, bag. Here I am putting it in the, um, in the whatever it's called, the mug. And actually, I cannot make tea mindfully. And I, I, I challenge people at home to try it. But I am doing 25 other things when I'm making tea. And it just, it, it's a disaster. Because I'm going, here I am, noticing that I'm not making tea mindfully. That's basically it. <laughs> anyway, so that's not going well. It's all failure, isn't it? Oh, God. And there's so many other tiny little stress inducers, weirdly, that kind of, that, 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 take, that distract me from... Your mindfulness. My mindfulness. Yeah. And me I'm too. S- Often, just something as simple as an itch. There's very rarely a part of my body that isn't either itching, maybe slightly stinging or aching, or something that I can pick or scratch or just like a monkey, just disgustingnesses. Um, that, you know, physically I find it hard not to twitch or move or wriggle or just be in repose. Forget the mindfulness. What about the bodyfulness? Yeah. And just saying, I'm noticing, I'm noticing, I'm noticing over and over again. I mean, that's going to be my mantra now. What's that? Well, as in, because with mindfulness, you've got to say, I'm noticing that I am distracted. It's like, it's basically, I'm noticing that I'm distracted is my, is going to be on my gravestone, along with, I need to pee, hang on a second. And what? never make eye contact when you're eating a banana. Oh my goodness. I know. I don't eat bananas. But I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> never going, oh God, that is so, I'm now I've got these terrible visions. I'm Sorry. watching all the people. Sorry, I don't know where that came from. That, I'm out of control in every way. That's because you're fucking happy. Don't say that. Okay, shit. I know. Sorry. What would I do? See, there you go. That's a tiny stress inducer. Mm, other stress inducers. Okay, here's a here's a macro stress inducer. Yeah. All the things, the really easy things, that you haven't fucking got round to this week. Oh, for fuck's sake! Have you made a will yet? No. Nor have I. I fixed the roof though. But you haven't made a will. No. Did you get on a ladder and fix the roof? I didn't. So I paid someone to put up scaffolding. And, and and then you climb the scaffolding and fix the roof. I didn't. I paid someone else to fix the roof. Ooh, look at you, high roller. I <laughs> splashing the. Uh, How long had that roof been leaking for? Uh, the roof has been leaking for seven years. Oh my god! When did you last wash your bath mat? Oh, you bitch! She's never washed her bath mat. She thinks they're self-cleaning. She thinks because they only only clean things drip on them that they don't have entire ecosystems living in them because you won't wash it. Do you know that because of the rain recently, our house is basically 90% covered in Billy, our dog's mud. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Like the bed is like just a kind of layer of soil. The bed is basically the Somme. 
Yeah. Just churned up mud all over it. God, that was in bad taste. I apologize. Um, so what <laughs> else? I have got... Pension? Ma- I'll raise you, Will, and throw pension at you. Uh, <laughs> just a noise. Uh, um, I've got lots of pictures leaning up against walls. Well done. That's brilliant. Just leaning. That's impressive. Well, is it? They're not hung. No, but at least they're framed. They are framed. That almost makes it worse. It's like I went and spent 50 quid getting something framed, and now someone just, some fucker will just kick it over when it's leaning against the wall for the next three years. It does take quite a long time to go from picture to frame to wall. <laughs> I wonder what the average speed of that is. What, if you took a sort of national average? Yeah. From picture to frame to wall. Well, I mean, certainly I got some pictures framed two weeks ago that I bought in Vietnam in 2008. Yeah. Yeah, I think 10 years is a good... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 11. Maybe 11, because it was early 2008. It was a February trip, I remember. Do you know the thing? The, apart from the, the fact that our bed is... is uh, Apart from the fact that our bed is a um, is a bed of mud, um, really annoying thing is the do the tumble dryer. It's so domestic. I apologise, but the tumble dryer swallowed all the buttons off the bottom of the duvet, and now it's just gaping. Okay, can I ask you another question? Unhelpful question because I'm the nasty one. How long ago did the tumble dryer swallow all the buttons from the bottom of the duvet? Well. <clears throat> It was about four years ago. And then what I would say is two years ago, I ordered some replacement fucking buttons. You're in possession of buttons. I am. There we go. So I have the duvet and I have the buttons, but I do not have the sewing. <laughs> um, what else do I need to do? I would like to reread some trollop. I'd like to read war and peace i'd like to read war and peace actually would i saw the telly thing i feel like i know the story oh no but that might help because you can skip ahead you can skip a bit you can't skip through the russians you can't you can wade or crawl or cry you can't skip through the russians that's just not how it works no you're right so i tell you what i want to skip through what do you want to skip through annabelle i want to skip through your handbag oh okay grab it grab it grab okay, it okay okay all right hold on now I'm listen roughly. listen guys there's something we need to tell you. We're going through everybody's handbags, but these aren't the, the smart handbags. They're not the clutch bags, not the special occasion. They're not cleansed and sanitized and filtered and curated. These are the bags full of horror. Emily's putting hers on the table in the studio, and she really can't lift it. Now, it's rather a nice bag. Yeah. Um, talk us through the bag itself. So the bag itself is a lovely um, bag from Hill & Friends. Oh, so that's Emil, who was at Mulberry for years. She was behind all those big Mulberry-named bags, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, and it's I absolutely love it. It's Oxblood Hill and Friends bag, and um, and it was a gift hashtag gifted about two years ago, and uh, I haven't really taken it off my shoulder. I'll tell you something. If Emma Hill could see it now, it's taken some punishment, hasn't it? Yes. Uh, Emma, you built bags to last, though. Never knowingly understuffed. No, and um, and yeah, I, I, I mean. I'm in a love-hate relationship with bags, generally. I remember, I just think, I think I, I, I feel, no, don't ever feel as free as I do when I walk out of the house with, with just my 
keys in my pocket and a kind of and a I know, card and I a phone. I totally agree, and it's very, very rare that I manage to do that. Um, so, but as 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 in both hands free, oh. both shoulders unencumbered. I yeah, mean, God. no, it's amazing. It makes you. I mean, you know, maybe I'm about to be. You know, you, you've got your coat buttoning situation. I feel like I'm about to be the woman who has a bum bag. I know that this season they're all. It's all about bum bags, but I wouldn't look this season. I'd look deranged and mentally compromised yeah I, I feel like bum bag but do you know what I felt that I felt mentally compromised by by my rucksack so I had a rucksack for years so if you can imagine combined with the fact that I clearly got to do my buttons up properly with a rucksack I look like a, a kind of geography teacher about to go and take the children the weird thing about your rucksack is that it very firmly placed you as a New Zealander <laughs> And I never understood why that was. Whatever you were wearing, wherever you were going, you totally looked like a Kiwi with that rucksack strapped to your back. And I thought it made me look Scandi. In no way. No, no. 90% of my life has tried to look Scandi, but no. Um, So so I changed the rucksack because exactly I looked like a a New Zealand geography teacher about to go and do Duke of Edinburgh um, and get a mint tea. Um, (laughs) And no, was that a bit South African? I don't know. Let's not talk about your accent. Or I will make you do your Scottish accent for all the listeners and then everyone will be sad. Um, Let's look at this bag. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. So Annabelle is clutching her my Bose noise cancelling headphones, which are the, the thing that changed my life most completely. They're like the a padded years. soul for the, sorry, a padded cell for the soul. Uh, I put them on all the time, even when I'm not listening to anything. Um, and To shut out the world. Yeah. And which is actually quite interesting for you because I like shutting out the world, but generally you are an open book to the world, aren't you? You welcome all aspects of the world with open arms and much chat yeah no and i i so this I might be like giving you a aware. bit of space and i do think and sometimes i'm actually listening to um, chanting meditation chanting sometimes i'm listening to cardi b and sometimes i'm listening to a, a podcast but um i feel like they 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 made my commute bearable they make working in an office you know in, in much much easier i think noise cancelling headphones are the best investment that you can make those are Bose, and they're about 300 pounds and that's a lot of money but i think in terms cost of cost per wear, wear yeah cost you've been you've been using them every day for two years yeah and what else we've got some you've got some labels going on here sweetheart i mean this is your your your, your, your sort of key holder yeah my key and my key and card holder so that's what my swipes i i i now think i can pay with that wallet because i just hold it up it's a little green mark jacobs wallet that has a handy um, key uh, key fob on it. And you can hear all my keys. And uh, that I bought on honeymoon. Um, we just thought you'd treat yourself. Yeah, just like, oh, we're Mark Jacobs in San Francisco, let's do it. More labels, there's a makeup bag here, which is not the customary, you know, nope. stained bag from hell, but actually. I upgraded my makeup bag to Anya Highmarch because she came on the podcast and saw your makeup bag and inspired me to be profoundly more organized a place for everything and everything in its place yeah i don't think you should open it i I will not open it because basically all it is is interdental sticks (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's had a bracing year haven't you it started with about 25 root canals and followed by about 26 infections yeah and then implants and now braces and you know and it's gonna it's it's going to take a little longer than I thought. Yeah, we're in the long game. We're in the long game. But, you know, I'm going to be smiling perfection soon. 
Um, we're going to keep going through this handbag. A notebook. Oh, no, is this a diary? No, that's notebook. My diary is there, though. That's notebook. So, Emily, you are not digital with your no, diary? No, I can't go digital. Because... <clears throat> I've tried. Because I like to see the shape. I actually like to see physically the shape of my week. And I know I can do that um, with a digital if I keep if I move to month. But I find I find I just... I like the rhythm of it. Yeah. So, I, and I've tried, I've tried. And... Um, yeah, it just hasn't happened. Uh, and another another pouch. Now, you are going to be quite shocked when you open that pouch. Oh, my because goodness. It's that black pouch, and it's got an E on it in gold. And it oh has really goodness. useful Is this things who you've in it. Become? I can't bear it. It is true. She's got a portable phone charger. I do. And one of those NatWest thingies so that I can use my bank account. What, a card reader? Yeah. No, that's fine. The card reader I get, but the portable phone. When did you become that person? Well, because of... So this is one of the things that happens when you when you leave a like full-time office work, is that you run around with a fucking massive bag full of shit. That you would normally leave on your desk in the office. Exactly. And that you normally have a plug and you normally would have a drawer and whatever. So, um, and I kept... And also, I so don't basically know... basically you're carrying a drawer. I'm carrying a drawer. I think that's the thing. And that's and you know it that that's why it's such a mess but the um and everybody knows that your battery your iphone battery lasts about as long as your commute so you know particularly if you're listening to podcasts or on instagram or phoning your mother all at the same time um and so um i needed i found i needed a battery charger because i kept running out of battery and i manned up womaned up so why do i say manned up i womaned up and I, or I millennialed up and got my shit together. Do you remember to charge your charger? Do you know what? Uh, yesterday I left my charger charging at home where it was no good to anyone. I'm mightily impressed though. I'm glad you think so. Mm, what else we've got? Do you want to do more rummaging? Oh, uh, that's in a sock covered it's in a, hair. It's, it's a glittery sock covered in hair. This is the kind of hair situation that will soon form a hairball that can roll around like tumbleweed in the bottom of your bag yeah, that will then join up with other hairballs and form a sort of hair carpet I've got a hair layer bag. definitely a hair layer yeah hair so layer, layer a hair layer um, I have two socks because you have two feet I have two feet that is true amazingly I have socks because I often find that I go to people's houses and they make you take off your shoes and I who find knows what the state of your feet might be and um, trainer socks I feel look a little bit orthopedic yeah so yeah. I have socks to change into <laughs> you've got some receipts floating around bottom of your bag what's going to happen to them tissues yeah pencils hand cream yes I know for all my bitching about hand cream I still try and use it although my everything in my I life know is just for people who don't know and they probably if you've ever listened to this before it's kind of a, a leap motif with us is the fact that hand cream's evil because once you put it on the world becomes such a slidey, slidey place. You get locked in the loo and you can't pick up a mug and it takes so long to soak in. Although I have discovered Margaret Dabbs hand serum. All the good work, none of the slide. Okay, I need Immediately that. absorbed. I need that in my in life. Pot. Um, should we look in my bag? Yes, can we look in your? This is exciting. Where is your bag? Mm. Oh, she's being shy. It's here. Okay. Weirdly, so Emily and I are sort of the same person. It's the same colour as yours. It's a sort of burgundy, okay. dark red, sort of Can Jerome I just say that Dreyfus is Absolutely situation. beautiful. So where's yours from? Jerome Dreyfus? Yeah, Jerome Dreyfus is one which people may not have heard of. But Isn't he married to like that the editor of French Vogue? Is he? Does that mean because I've got his bag, I'm slightly married to Emmanuel Alt? I think you might be. You're definitely slightly chicer. Uh, it's a nice bag, actually, isn't it's it? It's a beautiful bag. And, and it's got one of those sides. See, look. 
well, no, you can't see, but we'll show you pictures. But an external pocket, it's an outside external. zip. I know, I've never used it. Well, let's put that, let's let's stick our hands in and see. Maybe there's something. Yeah. I've used it once. It's still in there. Let me see if I can put it out. No, nothing. Nothing. Right, so what's in there? Okay, so okay. I, I've got. Oh yes, you do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Okay, out. fine. Right, start off. We've got a very smart wallet situation, which is I, labelled up. Yeah, it is actually. It's a Balenciaga wallet, um, in m- multicolored stripes. I don't think that I like. Well, it's my one before that that lasted for 15 years or something. was bright, bright green, bright like the outside of a lime. And I like having wallets that are cheerful. So every time you get out and you want a bit more money, uh, they're not black or tan or anything tasteful. I like bright colours. It's a bit like the Queen as well, having a bright wallet. The Queen always wears bright colours so people can find her in any situation. It does mean for that. It does make for less rummaging. Less rummaging. Exactly. It is, by the way, a very big wallet that is, let's not open it because it is bulging. With cash? I I looked at it the other day, not with cash, with receipts and like, (laughs) prescriptions and I looked at it the other day and it's got my library card from university in it does it yeah it does I'll see if I can find it because it's got a photograph of me taken in 1994 oh my god we've got to um take a picture take of a, that you could take a picture of it and then put it on um so people can look at it. you keep going I'll see if I can okay. find it all right oh you've got a kindle that's cool well I've got a kindle because of you so, so we had we were having that typical conversation Emily and I where she was saying because we both read quite a lot. She was saying, uh, Kindle, Kindle, and I was saying, I love books, I love books. And actually, it's a sort of like stupid thing to say because you can still love books and read them on a Kindle. And I felt weird for about the first half an hour of using it. God, they're idiot-proof. And then I went on holiday for two weeks, and it was the first time I had a two-week holiday in about 10 years. And rather than being laden down with yet another bag breaking your shoulder, you know, compromising a bag, everything was on the Kindle. It's, I think it's, I mean... Let's talk about books. What are you reading at the moment? I have just finished uh, Educated by Tara Westover, which is unbelievably brilliant. I totally Unanimously recognised as really compelling, right? Um, I think it's partly compelling. One, it's beautifully written. Two, you know, for those who don't know, it is, she is the daughter of a survivalist Mormon from the Idaho, Idaho mountains who ended up getting a PhD in Cambridge even though she was never sent to school. She never had a birth certificate because she, that she, wasn't, she was born at home, not in a hospital. She had no records, nothing. And how she kind of worked her way off the mountain um, and ended up, you know, being a PhD and, um, you know, a, a universally celebrated writer. And it's kind of, so it's sort of, it's very gritty. Um, there's a lot of abuse. There's a lot of... Um, it's you know there's a lot of tragedy and but it is utterly compelling. Emily and I both read one after the other an extraordinary book called A Little Life last year that I'm sure some of you will have read, which um, is incredibly upsetting. It's a big read. It's 700 pages and it was the first book in as long as I can remember, maybe 20 years. I found myself reading as I walked up the stairs, reading as I you know I didn't want to ever. I didn't want to ever put it down. Yeah, no, it was incredible. In fact, I, 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 I just developed a new muscle, which is how to cry and read at the same time. Yeah, it's a cr- properly distressing, harrowing book about good and evil in the end. And the happiest book we read last year was Circe. Didn't we love that? <gasps> Madeline Miller. Goodness, Circe. It was empowering. It was lyrical. But it was also a bit like a literary dynasty, wasn't it? As yeah. in dynasty. Da, 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 yeah, da, it was a sort da, of da, 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 mythic bodice ripper. It was, a, it was brilliant. So if you, if you haven't read Circe, definitely read Circe. And I tell you what I've just read, the third in the trilogy of, that Emily recommended these to me, um, Russian fairy tales. Uh, the first one's called The Bear and the Nightingale. The second one's called, is it The, the White Witch or something? I can't or the, remember. The Witch, the witch in the, the Tower. The Woman in the Tower or, the, yeah. or something. And, um, and it is really very mystical. By 
Catherine Arden. But again, it's a rollicking, rollicking good romp. I feel there's been a real like shift in terms of female storytelling in a really profound way about sort of reimagining fairy tales or yes. re-ima- like re- re- like rewriting Cersei the myths. Like puts a minor, a minor goddess at the centre of Greek mythology. Yeah, it takes a- her out from basically takes her away from the you know. M- Kitchen sink. Yeah, and Pat Barker did it brilliantly with Silence of the Girls, which yes. is a retelling of um, the Siege of Troy from Bry- Brysis, who was Agamemnon. Which is no, very good. Cersei's Achilles got the edge, though, hasn't it? Yes, I th- thought so. In fact, the, the thing about Cersei, which was amazing, was that I read it and then I missed it so much that I started reading it again two weeks later, which yeah. I've never done in in a non kind of like actually studying for something kind of she's way. a she's a wonderful writer she wrote um the song of achilles i mean what five years ago yeah it was incredible right back to the bag back to the back, bag yeah, oh, yeah, okay oh so now i'm holding what am i holding annabelle you're holding some vo5 mega hole gel spray <laughs> i know right that you're like you back? you're like 15 now well i've got really i've got really fine hair and the reason I carry that at this time of year is because it's quite weatherproofing and it doesn't take much for my hair to go into a really kind of unpleasant frizz and not a sort of um, sticky outy frizz, a sort of floppy, lank, very dispiriting, disheartening frizz. A depressed frizz. A depressed frizz. So I always carry a bottle of that. And if you, there, there is probably a hairbrush on there and it's going to be a Mason Pearson. Uh, it is, and it's got hair ties attached. All my hair ties have fallen off, which is hair ties. That's because you didn't tighten enough. Hair ties all around the handle. It's remarkably clean too. I'm glad you didn't pull my hairbrush out. <laughs> um, and then we've got. Um, what is this? This looks like a vibrator, but uh, it isn't. Do you know what? I bet there are a few of those in there. This is a Girla lipstick. And there are these rather sweet lipsticks they do, which have a mirror. So you pull the lipstick out and the mirror pops up. So You, you can, can't see my shocked face. You can do, I know. It's, it, I mean, you wouldn't carry this in a normal size handbag because it's quite clunky. It is like a bullet. Um, and it's in a, it's in, I quite like those lipsticks that, that are, just have a very, very slight hint of colour. So it's basically clear with a little bit hint. You might be able, Emily can't wear lipstick, but you might be able to wear that. Try that. Should I try it? Well, I bet there are some wonderful. other lipsticks in here. Let's see what lip product I have floating around this bag. Oh, here we go. We've got a Clarins Instant Light Lip Balm Perfect, which is a lip balm. This one's also got color, but this has got a cherry red in it. So this is very cherry. This is so cute. Oh, that's very like red. A I like sh- that. And it's also a nice slim tube. You have good lipstick game. I've got I've got dry lips at the moment, which I really don't like. So and I'm I'm wary of those petroleum products I think that many women of our generation have been addicted to lip balms and I think if you really have dry lips it just makes it worse so there's this great brand called Ameliorate that found fame because it can really treat chicken skin you know that condition yeah Um, it's called something it is called something but if you've got it you'll know what I mean by chicken skin and this is a um, intensive lip treatment which which is a cream rather than a balm so actually it's a bit like moisturizer for your lips and it works ah Emily's pulled out my vape so I love your vape you well, gave me I my gave vape. you your vape. But so, also- last birthday, I just had enough of smoking. I'd given up peripatetically over the years, but I was starting to feel just like a fool for smoking. And the, the two cigarettes that I really enjoyed were the one at 6.30 in the morning with a cup of coffee standing in the garden in my nightie, which is, which is sort of, you know, depending on the weather, either quite fun and relaxing or extremely squalid because you're in the rain and it's awful. Um, and, the one, and, the, and the cigarette with the first drink of the night. But the, one, the cigarettes are depressing. One, because they're probably going to kill you. Also, because you end up smoking cigarettes that you don't really want and you don't really like and they taste disgusting. So a friend of mine told me about a vape and e-liquid combination that would definitely 
make me give up smoking and it did now the vape is called blue b-l-u and it's big and it makes me look like not one of those big enormous rectangular ones but basically looks like a cigarette holder so i look like a sort of I feel like a James Bond villain. You look Elsa brilliantly. You, not Elsa Kleb. Elsa Kleb. You you look like a, if you had a cat. If you well, I was about to say if you had a cat that you were stroking on your lap, I wouldn't be surprised. You look like one of those like high class. Yeah, they're they're Bob all villain. men. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so it's that, and then the fluid that goes in it is by Foo F U U, and it's a menthol fluid, and it just gives you a hit. And I find it's in my bag. I don't suck on it that often. But I know it's there, and that's good enough for me. Anyway, I haven't had a, I haven't had a cigarette in months. Um, and last but not least, in the every woman's armory, an almost empty tray of Nurofen. I mean, if we look if we look deeper, deeper and deeper, you're going deeper and deeper. Um, then we will find probably some uh, some loose Nurofen around the bottom of the bag. Then a lot of red pens because. I only write in red. Do you have the hair there? <laughs> the hair there. I'm so pleased you didn't see because I think I've got fingernails at the bottom of mine. Yours? <laughs> My, I bloody hope so. <laughs> um, no, I don't have the hair there. I have a shot. Ah, I have a little box with a pair of hoop earrings in. Ah. Because... I've just had my ears pierced for the very first time. And um, and these are little, rather sort of classy gold hoops at about two or three cent- centimetres in, dynam- in diameter. And they... Diameter. 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 Not a mathematician. And they come from a a, a jeweler called Georgina Scott. And she has got um, a whole section on her website called The Hoop Station. And it's rather brilliant because I really got my ears pierced in order to be able to wear hoops. I'm just mad about hoops, preferably skimming my shoulders, but also quite little everyday ones. And she has every kind of hoop, every shape, every metal that you could possibly want. And it's kind of, they're expensive enough to feel quite weighty and look quite... Um, elegant so they're sort of between 60 and 120 pounds um, and aren't these nice yeah really nice so Georgina Scott hoop station I, d- I don't quite know why I'm carrying them probably because I've got to go to a meeting later and I want to just up the ante a bit a pencil sharpener always incredibly useful can you by the way I keep meaning to ask you this because um, because I am ignorant the, can I use a, a normal sharpener to sharpen my eye pencils? Yes. Okay, good. Just you might be, just sharpen just, them Just now. be aware that you'll get eye pencil gunk on it. Okay, fine. That's all. And also, also, presumably, you don't want it, like, super mega sharp. What, your eye pencil? <laughs> super, super mega. Well, it depends what you want to do with it. Okay. I, I mean, definitely don't want to do I anything. Mean, I would always say that you, don't, you never need it, you know, to the point where it's going to pierce your skin sharp. But if you want something, if you want a line that's incredibly precise, just put it in the freezer five minutes before you use it. Oh, Really? Yeah. What, so it will just be. Yeah, it just makes it a little bit more precise, and then it will, and then it can soften on your skin rather than before you put it on your skin. The tips just keep on coming. Stick with me, baby. I've got some kitchen roll, roll that I've been blowing my nose on in my bag. That's nice, and um, and, and a cop- and a, co- a proof copy of our book. Oh, and I always carry concealer. Because there's always do you not something have a that bag? needs concealing. I mean, like, do you not have any? Is it all loose in there? I rarely carry a full makeup bag. It's too heavy. Yeah. No. My makeup bag's quite big. It's too heavy. And actually, do you know what? I know I talk about makeup a lot, but I'm perfectly happy not wearing any. I've got to the point where I quite like to put on a bit of tinted moisturising balm in the morning. So this morning I put on Bobbi Brown tinted moisturising balm with SPF because A, I've been using it for 10 years and it just is great. You can't see it and you just look better. And B, I was using Dennis Gross Alpha Peter Alpha Beta pads last night, which give you a kind of at-home glycolic peel. So you have to use an SPF after that. Um, or if you've used any Ritalin products, products if you don't want pigmentation, you've got to use SPF. And I'm lazy with SPF. Did Ritalin? Did I say Ritalin? Yeah. What did I mean? Retinol. <laughs> I'd quite like some Ritalin though. Wouldn't that be fun? If I'm like this when I'm normal, imagine what I'd be like on Ritalin. 
Woo-hoo! world watch out. Oh, by the way, if my mantra is I'm noticing that I am distracted um, whilst being mindful, what's yours at the moment? I guess mine relates to my impatience because we know that my impatience eats my soul and is problematic. So what I'm thinking at the moment is just because things aren't necessarily happening according to the timeline in my head, any timeline in my head is going to be accelerated. Just because things aren't happening according to that doesn't mean that the way that they are happening is a bad timeline. So, and that's kind of scary for me because it involves things like hope and faith that things will be all right. So, um, I can't believe I've just said that out loud. I feel like I need a nap now. Should we have a nap? Let's have a nap. You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Medult. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. And we'll leave you with this thought. An apple a day keeps anyone away if you throw it hard enough.